You're listening to The War for the Tower. It's a actual play podcast set in the world of Stephen King's Dark Tower series. My name's Jeff. I'm the host of a different actual play show called Shattered Worlds RPG. And I've been hard at work with a bunch of really great other podcasters and role players to create this thing. Uh, it's the first special project of the Trap Society. Uh, if you're a tabletop role play, actual play person, you definitely want to join that group. We're collaborating all the time, and and this is our first such uh, big effort. I hope it goes really well, and if you like it, we're going to do some kind of Patreon situation. Uh, we really want to come out the gate strong. So right now we're taping once a month, um, so... I got a, before I drop a bunch of episodes, I want to get to having at least five edited, not including the backstory episodes. So uh, this first backstory episode, it's, it's raw. I don't have music for it yet, but uh, it's good. It's with Chase Greenlee of Another Path, which is another great actual play podcast, and Chase plays a survivor of the Jericho Hill battle. Uh, Spoilers for the Dark Tower series. We're starting this show between books six and seven, just because I hadn't uh, read seven before starting this project. So it's going to divert a little bit from the books. Uh, If you haven't read the books, no big deal. This is going to be a really fun actual play and uh it might as well be book one in a new series for you guys um if there's stuff that happens that you don't understand or you find strange email us uh we're gonna set up a email and a twitter right now the email is war for the tower at gmail.com and yeah if you have cool ideas i might incorporate them in the story uh if you want to help us make the show uh we haven't got a host yet or music or art or anything like that so there's there's a lot of ways you can help we're also going to be looking for voice actors to uh, play the role of npcs like during the editing process i'll punch those people in so if you or someone you know is a voice actor we'd love to have you on board i think that's all the business uh so enjoy the episode Hey guys, this is our War for the Tower podcast. This is a special project, sort of, of the Tabletop RPG Actual Play Podcasters Assistance Society, or Trappist. Mm. Uh, hashtag, it's a trap. Um, <laughs> Ty of Side Character Quest, uh, Matt Longfellow over at Sea Dogs Podcast, and myself, we're, we're uh, throwing this thing together. And it all started because Ty just posted on Facebook something like, uh, does anyone have an RPG set in New York City? And I was like, my first thought was, what about Marvel superheroes? But then I was like, um, except Dark Tower, baby. New Dark York City Tower. through the generations, 70s, 80s, 90s. And uh, to update that too, like, like I'm excited. All right. So, guys, uh, Chase, did I mention who you are? No, not yet. I will inter- I can introduce myself. I'm Chase Greenlee. I am 
the GM slash host slash proprietor of Another Path. Uh, it is a 5th edition D&D uh, actual play podcast uh, run by me, as I've said, in a world of my own creation called the Kindle Lands, a place where the uh, the plants rose up hundreds of years ago, and the only way to win the war was to burn it to the ground. Um, and uh, uh, taking place in that is a, a fun, magical romp that every so often gets a little too real for, uh, for my co-hosts. Um, but <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a fun, pun-filled adventure. Uh, if you like the, what I bring to the table here, definitely check me out over there. That's awesome. I think people are really going to love you, and I think they're going to love your character, mm-hmm. Hezekiah Stanton, or Staunton. Which Staunton. do you prefer? Uh, Staunton. Staunton? Staunton. Yeah, Get that Hezekiah AU Staunton. going. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your character. Hezekiah Staunton is a uh, mostly trained gunslinger. Uh, he was uh, a young man when the Battle of Jericho, the the big final stand for uh, for Midworld done by the gunslingers. Um, he was pretty young when that happened and uh, did not come out faring terribly well. Uh, he's quiet, uh, but carries a pretty big presence with him. And uh, he's s- slow to speak, but pretty quick-witted. He sounds pretty rad. Um, for our listeners, if they want to go uh, to our website or or the the Pretend Friends Twitter page, but um, we're going to have the character sheet. Uh, it's from the Space Kings uh, RPG that is developed by Kevin Cole uh, and used on his podcast uh, with the guys from the Continue Show. It's called Pretend Friends, and it's friggin' hilarious. Uh, it's so hilarious that and silly at times that that you would think it might not be appropriate for uh, a dark tower story, which is tends to be a lot more serious. Uh, and I say, no way, man. The the mechanics are awesome. Like it's easy to play, and uh, it's got this fun uh, fun way of resolving things, which is instead of dice, it's a deck of cards. So I'm excited to, to, to learn all about it. Um, hilarious, though, I forgot to get my deck of cards. I'll be right Excellent. back. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. I, sp- I spend all this time, like, last-minute reading stuff I, I made to prepare for this and never thought to get the damn cards. So I'm shuffling. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Yeah, I will uh, get some good foley in there. I like to shuffle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so, yeah, I'll do a little flavor text, I guess, to get you caught up. Um, Kai Staunton of Gilead had narrowly survived the battle at Jericho Hill. He awoke in a coffin car as it was being offloaded onto a train. He'd been stripped of all his gear and clothing, He lay in the train, bleeding for hours as the bodies of the slingers were taken to Fezzik and the Crimson King. The train stopped unexpectedly at Cala Maradeno in the frontier area north of Calabrin Sturgis. The track had been blown up by a saboteur, 
While the track was being repaired, a group of shooters filled the workers and guards full of arrows and buckshot. Kai crawled out and made his way to a rice paddy where he hid for hours, slowly bleeding to death. A group of kids found him and delivered him to the local Manny group, uh, who were ostensibly running Maradeno for all these kids whose parents had been taken away by a, a gang they called the Red Ragers, a band of red-suited marauders from the north. Their parents have been taken away and then somehow transformed and sent back in to seize kids as they reach adulthood. Before they turn, they become hostile and withdrawn, and often, uh, often they're, they're suspected of kind of selling out their compatriots. A lot of accusations get thrown around when it comes time for, for an attack. Until recently, they, they never knew when an attack would come, so it was hard to plan for. But when Kai showed up, they took him in with open arms. They treat him really nice because he's a gunslinger. And he's agreed to help the kids of this little town. Calamaradeño uh, doesn't have a lot going for it. It has a granary. It has a store. It has a, a sort of a saloon, which is more of a lunch counter because kids don't really drink a lot. And then uh, uh, the last thing is a coffin store. They have a lot of need for coffins around here. So uh, it's on a, a carriage route. So there's some business back and forth. Uh, the store is run by an 11-year-old kid. Uh, this 11-year-old kid goes by the name Countess Bao Lin Zhao. And she runs the, the store, Bao Lin's Market. And she immediately took to your character, Chase, Hezekiah Staunton. Rolls in with like in a towel, basically, like some kids found him in the rice and brought him into town. Uh, they bring him to the store to get him some clothes, and she immediately like wants to be your best friend and uh, has you dressed up in all kinds of nice outfits. And you're sort of like, well, you y'all wouldn't get this reference, but Ivan the gorilla at the BNI, which is basically the shitty mall near us here in Tacoma. <laughs> Here in Tacoma, that uh, they just had a friggin' gorilla in a prison cell, basically, for years and years and years. Hold um, on, I'm thankfully looking, I'm looking for I'm I'm doing a Google. Are you googling it? Ivan the, oh <laughs> wow, that's really depressing. Yeah, so you're not a prisoner, but it's like it's that kind of same vibe. Sure. Like, oh, I guess we got to stop in Maradeno to see that gunslinger. Right. And so for two or three months, they've been, like, telling you about the problem. They got you up to speed pretty quick because they don't know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a few characters you need to know about. There's Princess Gracie and Prince Martin. Uh, so they're, like, the elected leaders of the town. And they went with Princess and Prince, I guess, because they thought that'd be fun. Princess Gracie... Uh, she walks around with a crossbow and a, a sash with grenades on it. And uh, Prince Martin, he's 12. Uh, he's a wicked knife fighter, wannabe gunslinger. And uh, he's the one that found a set of guns in the woods uh, that he gave to Hezekiah. He also, uh, you, guys, you guys went on this 
raiding mission to rescue some of the kids who hadn't been, hopefully hadn't been transformed yet. Mm. And the only reason why, A, they know where the site is, B, when they think the ragers are going to come back and see how to get in is because of this uh, red orb that Prince Martin found near the guns. And he, now, he keeps it in a black I box. Would I be at all familiar with Merlin's Rainbow? I'm not sure how it is in uh, in the books in terms of like, do a lot of people know this? Right. But you definitely do. Uh, I mean, friggin' Roland mm-hmm. uh, trained you for the last year or two. Yeah, and I know so, all about like, that pink one. Everybody knows about the pink and uh, the fear of the black and... Uh, Mm-hmm. This is the red one. It was thought to be lost, uh, but apparently it's been found. And you've so you've been spending a lot of time finding out what Martin has learned from it. And it was kind of your idea at the end of the day to use the information that he gets from it to do this raid. Right. So before we do this raid, are there any any sort of things your character would have done to prepare? Or questions you want answered? Well, suppose first thing I do is, uh, uh, or the last thing I do, gotta get me some graph. It's been a while since I had some. I don't normally, I don't normally treat myself to it, but uh, grass? You mean cannabis? Graph? No, graph. The the the. <laughs> Graph, that's like alcohol? Yeah, it is. Um, it's like a, a mix between an ale and a cider. If I'm remembering if I'm remembering my Dark yeah. Tower lore well enough, it is uh it is like a cider that um like but a, a a sturdy cider that they drink. Not super alcoholic, but very bracing. Cool. So you prepped for this by getting a little loose. Just 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 getting one in me. It's been a while haven't partaken since i shown up here wanted to keep my head clear in case something showed up but now that something shows up i wanna we're gonna brace for it because i haven't been in combat since jericho and that was a bad day so i have a little tweak to this which is that um as a gunslinger and you're super like in tune with your own mind mm-hmm in the same way that you can like slow down your breathing to appear dead, like a similar kind of uh, ability or whatever, is that um, you know about state-dependent learning, mm-hmm. which is that you're you're supposed to to learn the thing and then exercise it in the same kind of mental state. Sure. So you've been drinking like one or two shots per afternoon when you drill actual combat mm-hmm. and you've been drilling the kids. Oh yeah. And so like, and so like, uh, before you get involved in a, in a, in a scenario or, or practice drill or whatever, mm-hmm. you take a shot yeah, and then one at the end. And that's get like that, your get ritual. Get that taste in my mouth again, for sure. And I'm definitely yeah. like, if it, if it wasn't obvious, I've definitely been spending a little bit of extra time training Martin. He's got the interest, and, uh, well, I, I ain't much a teacher, but uh, I'll, I'll teach you what I know and what I can. 
Cool. Martin already has three kills under his belt with well, that knife of his. Look at the big knife on Martin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the leader of the Manny is called Manny Tobin. Duke Hambo is sort of a, a little Rambo berserker guy. Uh, he wear, he wears a flak jacket all the time and a shotgun, and he just he does not have time for anybody. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a child, another kid? Yeah, he's 13. Right. And so those, uh, not the Manny, but Martin and Hambo are going with you. Uh, the council decided Gracie should stay back and manage the de- defenses in case the Ragers do a... a counterattack or a sally forth kind of maneuver sure so she had the bright idea of doing a diversion Mm -hmm. so uh they set off another bomb near the uh the coal field and set off a bunch of uh a bunch of gases or whatever and so a bunch of them went out that direction all right so is it uh is it just the three of us then no, it's like a whole grip of you. You're basically okay. like, this is like the mission, right? Okay. Send a few guys out to make it seem like this the is force th- had headed out that way. This is what we're doing. And this it is right. like, all right. You've got 25 kids ranging from like eight to 16. You all only right. have a couple of 16 year olds, Jamber and Lynn Casper. Jamber's boy, Lynn's a girl. And they, uh, they are both pretty like quiet and and kind of hostile like they're getting near the time when they're going to be taken so they haven't really talked to anyone for months but you convinced them to mm-hmm. to come with you at the last minute they they showed up with uh, fucking rifles and bullets and the whole deal all right so they're going to be like the forward scouts Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're gonna be with like the, the bulk of the, of the unit. Sure. All right, you're in the heart of the bunker, the hatch wall. You noticed on the way in there was a little, uh, a sign in the high speech that read, "Lamerc Experimental Ordnance Zone, Elite Personnel Only. All others will be shot." And that was in the like back door to this place that you guys found i'm sure that's fine so you're standing over the dead body of daggett coke the tahine leader of the ragers he's got like a little red shirt and red jeans on and he's he's like almost like a parrot head like green and blue and silver (laughs) feathers okay i thought you just meant he was real into jimmy buffett there for a second (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> scarred up face like a real son of a bitch and uh and he's dead and you're standing over him and you like you like dropped your gun and you so you have a knife like standing over him the blade is like dripping with gore uh you have two colleagues dead one on either side of you and a whole bunch of ragers are coming towards you from all from all sides. Seems like I gotta stop the clock here for a second and use that Hell bullet yeah. clock here to buy Bad myself ass. a little time. So, okay. 
And maybe I'm putting the horse before the cart here just a little bit, but how does one attack and how does one bullet time in okay, space so, games? Um, so your initiative is higher than, than all the other people. Your initiative is presence plus agility. That's mm-hmm. uh, six. Yes. So you want to use your ultimate power based on firearms, bullet clock? Correct. That's awesome. So the way this works, guys, is Chase is going to flip cards. So instead of rolling dice, you you get a deck of cards with two jokers that will come into play later. And and you just start flipping cards based on all the various dots and things. I'll I'll, I'll tell him usually... uh, have him flip based on an attribute like brawn or presence and then a skill that's relevant to it based on what they're trying to do. And usually you can figure out how these skills would work together and and kind of uh, make the most of a situation. In this case, you have a mastery in firearms, so you get the ultimate uh, uh, and you chose bullet clock, which lets you... um, target a whole bunch of people at the same time you're going to flip firearms plus presence mm-hmm. and then normally you'd add one uh one dot if you're healthy but you're not you're down one so oh, you're no. injured if you get hit again you'll be unconscious ouch all right so uh so uh that means you'll get eight cards so go ahead and flip eight cards all right i am flipping one card two cards gotta move my keyboard for this oh and i should tell you uh take take note if it's a 10 through an ace that's a success everything else is a failure okay there's two successes halfway there okay got a nine got a joker Oh, okay. A jack and a king. So that is one, two, three, four successes and a joker. Four successes and a joker? Is there a queen of diamonds in there? Alas, there is not. So four successes and a joker. So uh, a joker is sort of like a botch in Dungeons and Dragons or like a critical fail. But I can kind of hold it back. Like maybe somebody, maybe you're sneaking and you fuck up. It's not immediately like alarm bells, but like somebody saw you, that kind of thing. So uh, it can, uh, in pretend friends where they use this system, uh, it's often like the best part of the show because everything goes to hell. Oh, of course. Uh, this is a more serious thing, so so I might do a lot of that holding in reserve. I mean, if you think about it, spoiler alert for Drawing of the Three, Roland spends the whole book... <laughs> basically uh, near death mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah it's got an infection or whatever so it could be something like that but you you've been shot and stabbed uh and slightly burned throughout the course of this little raid so you're down one four successes and a joker i'm gonna say that you get to paint four targets mm-hmm. but the joker will do something interesting when time goes back to normal okay and uh and so um there are currently three red ragers in uh more or less close range they'll be on you uh by the end of the round Mm -hmm. and then there's 
five to ten farther out, you're kind of on this raised sort of, if you've ever seen war games, like kind of the central raised platform and then the giant screen stretching all around it and uh, and then a, a lower area behind glass and railings and partitions or whatever is the rest of the the floor and there's like metal stairs and all that. Mm-hmm. So those guys, unless they do like a super jump, they won't be here uh, for at least two rounds. Okay, cool. So uh, you have four targets you can paint and three attackers right here. Okay. Well, I'm going to hit the three nearest me and okay. um yeah i will i i'm gonna hit one that's just like whoever looks like whatever is the next group that's gonna be rushing towards me okay yeah that's what i'm gonna say the joker is that you're out of bullets mm-hmm. like you've lost one gun one's in the holster but it's out of bullets sure um uh what's his name Rye Copperson has a, a like one of those lever action rifles. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's got any shots, but it's on the ground, so you'd have to go rush for it. Cass Coble, the redheaded girl, uh, she's dead with a hatchet in the neck. Mm. Um, so you could grab that hatchet, but uh, yeah. So you have these four four targets you could paint, and all this happens before um, before your regular round starts. Okay. So are you going to, like, go in hand-to-hand with the knife? Or are you going to do something else? Um, hmm. Oh, and do you want to attack all three of them or focus on one? Um, hmm. Without bullets, that kind of puts me, puts me at a bit of a disadvantage here. Um, you said that there is, there's a gun on the ground? Uh-huh. All right, so what I'm going to do is huck the knife at nice. one of them and then, like, run and grab the gun and start making work with that. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to say one of the one of the targets uh, has to be the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means you can, you can either – you have these three targets you can paint onto one person. Mm-hmm. Or we can be like, the knife is one – and then the gun is the other two targets, um, or some combination thereof. What kind of armaments? Like, what are the the guys that are rushing me? What do they have weapon wise? Uh, one of them has a sword. One has a, a nasty club with like nails sticking out of it. Gotcha. One has a wrench. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Uh, how many are between me and the gun? Uh, they're all kind of. They just came up the stairs. Gotcha. Near near the the entry to this kind mm-hmm. of uh, protected area. Gotcha. And the boy the boy is only like four feet from you. Gotcha. You just have to get down there, grab the rifle, cock it, because you can't remember if he cocked it or not. Gotcha. Uh, and then the girl is even closer. She's like, you could reach down and grab the hatchet. Easy. Gotcha. Can I? Throw the knife, grab the hatchet, and toss the hatchet. You sure can. All right. Um, so that would be, that would take care of two targets, and then you'd have the last one. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to say you can't do a, a <laughs> well, maybe you could have the hatchet go through one person, bounce off and hit the other. Um, not with a, uh, not with uh, no additional points in brawn, I can't. I don't think that would be terribly <laughs> likely. Maybe if I had four brawn, I would argue for that. Um, but I put all of my points into, uh, into presence and wit. Um, nice. So, so let's, uh, let's, uh. Oh, and when you paint a target, you don't necessarily make it be be two hits. You could like paint it once and then hit it. So let's say you do that. You you wait a second and then wing the knife. Mm-hmm. You uh, grab the hatchet. So would you rather concentrate more on the knife throw or the hatchet throw? Probably the hatchet throw because that one's going to be a little trickier, I think. Okay, cool. So you chuck the knife. <laughs> uh, the the long-haired woman with the club is uh, is kind of in between. Like, in, there's three people coming up. She's in the middle, mm-hmm. and uh, you f- fire that knife, and it just takes her in the side. And then uh, the guy to her right, you roll down and pick up that hatchet. And he tries to chuck her in front of him. Like he just gives up on charging you and just tries to block. And uh, you huck that fucking hatchet right over her shoulder into the side of his head. And he goes down. And uh, that's that turn. Mm -hmm. So, uh, So the lady comes in and attacks you. And uh, the other guy, short-haired dude with all kinds of piercings, uh-huh. he he comes in at you. And uh, he gets two hits on you. That would be two damage. You, If you take one damage... I'm down. You are down. So yeah. you can use one of those dodges yep. to, to get out of the way of that hit. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're down to two. Yep. And it's next turn again. All right. Um, so now I'm facing I'm facing one guy up here, right? Or There's it... one right on top of you. And then, uh, or actually, no, the, the woman and the guy are on top of you. And the mm. other one is down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I will, um, uh, how many shots does this rifle have in it? You don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to shoot. How many people can I shoot in a round? Uh, that's the bullet clock thing, right? Like normally with a rifle, probably get one shot off okay. your first level. So it wouldn't be like you have a bunch of extra attacks. The bullet sure. clock thing lets you dial it in and get some extra shots off. Sounds good. In that case, I will uh, try shooting at the guy that's right on top of me. Okay. Now this guy, I'm going to say if you don't get two successes he's gonna get in around your rifle uh and so you won't be able to target him so again it's gonna be firearms plus presence okay so it's a failure one two three four we've got a jack of hearts that is one success so that's one two three four five six king of spades so there's two that's nice. seven and okay well exactly two exactly two very cool um so now you're gonna make the firearms check 
Okay. And, uh, yeah, I didn't do that for the throwing. I, I forgot I was going to break them up. So two successes uh, lets you, do you want to paint a target on him and then shoot or just shoot twice? Um, what is the difference mechanically? Painting How does that a target happen? will give you uh, an extra two cards. Okay. Um, for that shot. You know, I'll paint the target. He's, you know, bullets hurt. Uh, nice. And actually, here's a question. Should I be reshuffling everything back into the deck, or do I, like, go no, to a discard? No, the idea is that you run it all the way down so that... Um, gotcha. So that everything uh, can come up. It's all... Yeah. The hope is you get more jokers that way. Gotcha. Fair enough. All right. So for my fire arm... So is this uh, six cards, then, since I'm painting the target? So yeah, firearms is four, agility yep. is two, so that's six, and then you get an extra two flips for the so another eight success. Two, three, four. Queen of Hearts. That's nice. Crit, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, and a ten of spades. So okay, crit so and a normal. Successes. And you, did you say you only flipped eight cards? I did flip eight. Because you get two more for your, uh, for your. Um, that was clock. with the extra two because I had firearms, which is four. Agility is two plus the other two is eight. Is that right? Oh no, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So um, yeah, you you painted the fucking target and you blasted him. It did, uh, it did two damage times two for your charm of two. So that's four. Two would have uh, brought them to unconsciousness. So um, <laughs> four obliterates them, and uh, this, this guy goes flying and mm -hmm. like lands hunched over the, the console or whatever. Just then, a, a guy climbs up over the railing to your right, and uh, he'll be on you by next turn. All right. And then you hear to your left somebody jumping onto, and it sounds like they have metal boots, and they're, like, jumping up onto this platform. All and right. And you see more coming from behind, from the stairs that the other three came up. Where's the rest of my fucking team? <laughs> you sent the rest of the kids to rescue their their brothers and sisters and, like and that friends. ducky for them all right let's uh, do this so these are all their parents that you're mm. killing <laughs> right telepathy oh you could use your telepathy to get, answer that question for specific gotcha you want to uh, try that yeah sure so that's uh two cards i flip or, or is It'll it be, uh, two presence, plus wit presence plus telepathy presence all right cool all right, so that's going to be a total of six. One success, two, three, four, five. One success. One success. All right. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you sense they're still alive, but you can't really tell how close they are or... Or if they All know right. what the hell's going on. I'll take that for now. You See, you tracked him here, like, all sneaky and silent. So it, it, clearly these people were, like, in hiding, waiting for the attack. So they must have been tipped off. Right. 
And so you were just barely able to kill Coke, and you lost your two helpers. And so uh, that leaves 20 mm-hmm. some kids off on this other mission, saving the older kids. Mm-hmm. So the, the lady with the knife attacks, she's the only one mm-hmm. who can attack this turn. And sure. she fucking kicks you in the gut. Ugh. Uh, three successes. So that's uh, another three damage. I'm gonna dodge that. <laughs> okay, you're down to one dodge. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, and so now it's your turn again. Okay. Oh, and don't forget that bullshit detector. That can give yeah. you a sense of like everything that's happening in the room. All right. Um. Yeah. Now that 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 is my my this round thought process. I think. And you can do that and make a move. Cool. So you could try to move somewhere where they're. Yeah, yeah, that that's gonna guys. be the best move, I think, as well. I will go ahead and activate my bullshit detector. Okay, nice. So chances are, most likely, this will just kind of tell you where you should go next. But uh, right, that'll be presence plus. Was it? Investigation. Investigation, yeah. Because kind of decided that was a combination of those two skills. Yeah, so that's eight cards. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. We've got a f- one fail, one success. All right, we got three successes. We've got the uh, ten of diamonds, the jack of diamonds, and the ace of spades. So that's a really good result. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to sweeten it with any drive or hero point? Oh, you know what? Drive. That's a thing. I got a lot of drive. Yeah. Basically, you want to find a place that is nowhere near the bad guys because you have, like like I said, you can only take one hit. Yeah. Uh, nowhere near the bad guys. And if I can, like, like find my other gun or something like that, that'd be, that'd be swell. Nice. So I'm okay, going to go ahead. I'm going to take idea. two more cards and see if we can pop this up a little bit better. Okay. So I'm going to use two of my seven drive. Okay. Okay. And that is another two successes. Whoa! An ace, an ace of clubs and the ten of hearts. That's awesome. All right. Okay. So here's here's where it's like you get like like Sherlock Holmes TV show about it. <laughs> you can tell which direction everybody's moving, how fast they're going. John Watson's texting me. Whether, whether they're armed or not. Um, you see a box, like a, it looks like a, like a dish tub or something, but deeper. Mm-hmm. And you can see the tip of a bandana kind of poking out of it. And you realize that that's like a lost and found or something. There might mm-hmm. be a weapon in there. Sure. Um, there, there are a couple uh, dead red ragers on the ground that you guys killed on your way up here, and they both have pistols. Hmm. Um, your other gun, it's also out of ammo, but you had to leave it behind at mm. the door you came in. Sure. Where there's a, another dead. Uh, rager. What's the word? Uh, rager. Yeah. And right. uh, oh, and keep in mind, all these fucking pathetic bad guys have at least one piece of red clothing. Of course. Um, all right. So, is there any ragers in between me and that lost and found bin? 
there so this is like a where you're behind is like a a, sh- a short rail top and a bunch of consoles that go up mm-hmm. kind of star trek consoles that go up about four feet so you could get up on top of that real easy and so you do that and then from there you can see the guy that just climbed up mm-hmm. is sort of in front of you but off to the left and so you could easily run along the consoles and then jump on top of a server and then off another terminal and then onto the wall of terminals mm-hmm. next to the countertop that the tub is on. Sure. And uh, there's a couple bad guys like near that tub, but they're sort of more like just covering the exit. Mm-hmm. So they, they might be surprised if you showed up there. Yeah. You know what? I will... I'm going to make that run. We'll see what we can do. Let's find, let's see what's in the bin. Okay. Oh, and don't forget, you also have the the coin of Jericho and the red orb. Oh, I have the red orb? Yeah. Oh, shit. Did I not tell you that? (laughs) You feel it in in your purse and you're like, oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, shit. Martin gave that to me on our way in. Cool. I'm totally qualified for this, man. All right, cool. Love it. So you're going to do an athletics and agility. Okay. All right, that's going to be four draws. Let's see what happens. Okay, one success. Oh, and you get a a plus two because you used your bullshit detector. Okay, sweet. So uh, one, two, three, four, six. So one, two successes. A joker. Three... One, two, three, four, five. So two successes, two kings, and the Joker. Nice. Which is this fantastic angry chicken. You hop up onto this console. You turn to your right. You run. You flip. You jump over a guy with like a baseball bat, land on a server, shimmy to the right a little bit, jump across about six feet. Uh, and a guy running by the other direction, you land on a terminal, and then you bound over to the the computer terminals along the wall below that massive curved screen, like an IMAX theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and playing on that screen is a sort of like map interface with like 80s style grids. And no, it's war games like, as hell. Yeah, it's war games as hell. And you see on it that it's tracking all the all the guys, right? All mm-hmm. the ragers are in red and uh, enemies are in green and uh, you're in green, obviously. And uh, the you went so fast doing these jumps that like you notice your signature like disappear briefly <laughs> on the map as you land. You land right next to the, the lost and found and you look in and it's the head of Lynn Casper her bandana, like, obviously has been draped over the side as to, like, maybe, like, entice someone to come over here. And next to it, you see what can only be described as an improvised explosive device. And one of the two that was guarding this exit turns, like, and grins all, like, <laughs> evil grin. And uh, you see they've got a little... Uh, like well, looks almost detonator. like a cell phone, and they push a button. 
Well, it's been real fun playing in this game, everybody. <laughs> what do you do? Um, you have you can do one thing before before the I, bomb goes How far off. away are these are these assholes? They're like six feet away. Six feet away. Um, Which, if this is any normal explosive they're totally gonna get caught in it yeah i'm gonna i I was gonna (laughs) say it's like this seems like a bad idea for everyone involved um so the the bin is like like three feet by two feet something like that pretty small something like that yeah i'm just gonna toss the whole damn thing at them and hope i get out of the the rage so you're gonna chuck it yeah all right Uh, that's gonna be brawn plus athletics. Okay, well, that's gonna be three, which is good because I I don't have much left in the deck right now. So let's see what we got. I have drawn three cards. We have a seven. We have a three. We have the queen of clubs. One oh, success. One success. Uh, you want to use any drive or a yes. hero point? Yes, I do. I have used two drive. I'm going to use another three, leaving me with two remaining. So you got so three more cards. I'll use three more. That is going to be another two successes. Oh, A, nice. Yep, the Jack of Spades and the Queen of Spades. All right, four successes ought to do it, right? I have a, it's up to you, sir. <laughs> you push it. It slides off the counter. It goes right towards the guy with the detonator, and he looks down at it, and he looks up at you, and he's like, got this quizzical look like, this isn't supposed to happen. And uh, the whole thing just blows up, but it's directed and blows up right in his face. Excellent. completely blows his head off. He goes down. The thing falls on its side. And the the chick next to him turns, and she's got a submachine gun. I'm sure this will be fine. And now it's your turn. What are you going to do? All right. Um. Okay. So she's got a uh, submachine gun, and I'm about to die. Um. <laughs> let's take a look here. I guess. Oh, oh don't want to do that. So I'm by an exit now, aren't I? Uh-huh. Or were they okay? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> so you I'm just gonna... tuck around past her and run down the hall. Well, no. Uh, can I, can I see down that hall at all? It's very dark. I figured. Okay, I thought that. I thought it was an exit, like outside, outside. Think of this like a, like a, a missile silo, experimental sure. weapons lab base under the mountain. Okay, so, so I, uh, I'm deep in the in in the fortress at this point. Yeah, so it's so okay. old that some lights are out, or they like keep lights out because it's spooky. You're not sure which. I mean, look, uh, gunslingers are nobody to lecture anybody else about uh, doing a lot of things for aesthetic purposes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that reminds me. Should should you uh, mention to the listener uh, what you're wearing? Oh yeah, no, I am very snazzily dressed. Um, the uh, 
what what is her name um the countess um baolin zhao was very taken with uh, the young gunslinger or gunslinger in training as he was brought into town and uh, over the past couple of months he's been actually working at her store helping keep things up and well she can't have a naked man running the store so uh, she dressed me <laughs> as finely as she could and i and and friends i tell you Hezekiah cleans up very nice. So you're fixing to run around this chick? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I've got... I have a plan. I would like... <laughs> I would like to trip her. Oh, cool. Yeah, I want to trip her so that hopefully she drops her gun. Okay. So what, what do I need to draw for that? Um, what are you tripping her with? Um... I still got that rifle. As I run by, I'm just going to whack her in the knee. <laughs> nice. Now, technically, you had to use both hands to throw that uh, Sure. That container. So That's fair. Uh, Actually, did the, did, the, did the asshole whose head I just blew off, did he have a gun? Uh, he had... Did I say he had a gun? He never uh, said he had, specifically. He had that detonator thing. Yeah, he had the detonator. Um, but... uh, I'm going to have you roll a... Wit, or no, a presence and investigation flip okay. to, to see the angles here. All right, so we got one, and got to do a quick reshuffle here. Because that is the bottom of my deck. Got that good fully going for you there. <laughs> so one, you said presence plus investigation. Yeah, it'd be eight cards. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five failures, three successes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Way to draw that out. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, uh, he has a, a pistol in his waistband. Great. And yeah, he's I not will... even, he hasn't even fallen onto his knees yet. He's still Great. just kind of standing there. I am going to, as I run by him, I want to pull that out and just pop her. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you grab it easily now that you know where it is. And shoot, that'll be firearms and agility. Okay, I'll take that. So six draws. Oh, uh, you could also use your bullet clock if you wanted. How often can I use my ultimates? I think you can use it every turn. If oh you wow! To. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's as often as you think uh, would be fun for the listener. <laughs> so like, fair enough. You know, try not to do the same thing over and over again. But yeah, yeah, especially because bullet clock is a timely uh, is a timely one to do. Uh, so bullet clock will essentially allow me to paint additional targets per the turn, right? Yeah. Okay. So and I draw eight for that. Uh huh. Okay. So one. Two, three, four, five, oh man, six, seven, eight. That is five successes. Holy for, for shit. <laughs> so, it's gonna uh, get real. Are you gonna paint four and shoot one? Or are you going to shoot five times at one in every limb? <laughs> I'm going to... All right, let's take a look here. So I, I've got the hallway right next to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she's aiming that gun at me, so presumably it's loaded. I've got five, right? Yeah. That's what we said? Okay, I've got five of those. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to paint her twice. And then hopefully she drops her gun. And then I'm going to take it with my third paint. Nice. Unload the gun I'm currently carrying. And then uh, suppressing fire and walk backwards down this hallway. (laughs) Oh, with the submachine gun? Yeah. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Now roll firearms and agility. That's six. Six. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. That is one success. Okay. One success. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, let's see. How did I do this? You're painting the target. Uh, did you paint it twice, shoot once, or paint it once, shoot once? Paint it, paint it once, shoot once. Paint it once, shoot once. So, paint it um, once, shoot once. So that gives you two more cards for okay, painting cool. it. Well, I burned through those two failures. <laughs> Do you want to use any I'm going to use a drive and see. Nope, there's another failure. Okay, and you're down to... Down to one last drive. One drive. And what what do hero points do again? You can use one hero point per round. And okay. They they uh, let you flip two cards. I will use a hero point then. Okay. Here's a success. Second success. Okay, I have two successes now. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you cock that fucking, or no, this is the pistol. You grab the yep. pistol, point it up. It's right up in her gut. Blam! She goes down without ever firing a shot. You mm-hmm. grab that submachine gun, mm-hmm. and you're walking backwards. Just... It's exactly it's a lot of fun. like that. <laughs> Theater of the mind. <laughs> you pop into the dark uh, dark chamber going backwards. You're, you're still trying to decide if you should go left or right. Mm-hmm. When off to your right, you see lit up with all kinds of like uh, flashlights and weird lights on his armor and his helmet is Colonel Sarg Bordemus. And he's holding a rocket propelled grenade launcher, which he fires in your direction. Well, at least it'll be quick. All right. That'll be one, two, three, four successes and a joker. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, you have one dodge left. I do have one last dodge left. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> okay, so uh, what would that look like if you use that? Um. Or do you want to do something else? I do want to use that dodge, and what I'm going to say happens is that he comes at me and he fires the rocket propelled grenade and I am able to uh, take my submachine gun and just kind of like check it (laughs) with the gun and kind of send it spiraling back towards him volleyball style. (laughs) 
Okay, you try to do that. Uh, he's pointed <laughs> it at the ground beneath you. So you you do this uh, uh, real nice deal where you clip one of the bottom uh, fins, and mm-hmm. it and it straightens up just enough that it goes sailing down the hallway, and you jump, and it goes under your feet, and uh, it blows up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's your turn. Okay. Um. Well, that was rude. (laughs) (laughs) And it's probably going to take him a second to get that reloaded. Uh, So I am going to attack. Nice. Uh, I'm going to shoot him a lot. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and that's um, presence and firearms to Mm -hmm. to shoot. Okay. Uh, That's to do the bullet clock. Right. No. So shooting is uh, uh, firearms and agility and agility. Cool. All right. Where did... All right. So that's six. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, now here's the thing. That is three successes and a joker. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) So he's dropping the RPG and sliding his laser rifle off his shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... And you just are blasting away. Bullets are bouncing off his armor. Lights are going out. He's shaking around like he's doing a little dance. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's almost about to drop the laser rifle. And you're, you, the clip is empty and there's smoke coming out the end of the gun. And then you hear this sound like above your head and to the right. Mm-hmm. And you look up, and you see it's a little attack drone flying on, on a little I was really rotor. hoping it was Cambo who had learned to climb on the ceiling. <laughs> and there's a, there's a full-on revolver being held by it, and it just mm-hmm. cocked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, shit. Bunch of people are filing into your left. Bunch more are coming behind the colonel. And... Uh, any last words? <laughs> I drop my hand into the pouch at my side where the red orb sits. It's like, you got any ideas, Merlin? That gun goes off. Your head explodes. Yep. You wake up in a dumpster. <laughs> at first, you thought you were all of a sudden back in time, Groundhog Day style, mm-hmm. in the in the body carriage. Mm-hmm from a few months ago but it turns out it's just an icky stinky dumpster and you hear seagulls cawing in the background and the smell of sea air uh, in and amongst all the horrible body smells mm-hmm. i mean uh garbage smell right but it reminds you of the body smell you're having a ptsd moment yeah no i don't know where i am <laughs> all right the the whatever's moving you stops and you hear all this like machinery uh-huh. powering down. Alright. <sighs> Fuck. Alright. <laughs> I sit up for the second time in like six months and I kinda take a look around. I ha Chase knows where we are. Chase knows what's going on. Kind of takes you a second to scrabble up and and out, and uh, and it's you realize it's a giant receptacle full of 
bags of trash in, in this weird black skin, or some of them's green and some are white, and uh, all kinds of nasty food particles and shit all in and between it. You cannot believe anyone would live like this. It's like, you're not sure if it's a prison. And then you look up and out, and it's a beautiful blue spring day, you know, a little bit of crisp and some clouds, and these white birds are wheeling around above you. And it's then that this whole container starts to tip over onto one side. And you, before it falls over, you can see the coastline, which you've, you've never seen the ocean. Sure. And you see this incredible coastline and this like woman standing out in the middle of the water holding a torch and gleaming in the sunlight. And uh, she's wearing green. And... Uh, and you see a bunch of weird needles poking out of the earth all around you. And uh, then you're back in a bunch of trash. <laughs> Welcome to New York City. <laughs> that's probably good. We've gone on Yeah, that's a good enough, spot. That's a, that's a good ending point. Uh, What'd you think? That was good. That was good. Cool. That was... Uh, I don't know if I was supposed to survive that long, but I feel like I was able to use certain abilities. <laughs> yeah, that was totally awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, you were supposed to die like in two rounds. <laughs> so I had more stuff in Queens, but but uh, this will have to do for now. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I'm I'm about this. <laughs> now this is a good place, and I guess I'll we'll pick up with uh, with me in the clubhouse. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right. All right, man. Chase Greenlee, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, this is a fun system. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if you've done a lot of system talk on here, but this is neat. Yeah, I really like it. I'm excited. He's writing a book, Kevin Cole from Pretend Friends. He's writing a book all about the system, and hopefully it'll be out soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'll be a Kickstarter or something. I, I don't have all the details. But definitely, y'all listen to Pretend Friends. It's a fucking great show. Um, if you're a podcaster, like a tabletop actual play type person, go over and, and join our Facebook group, which is Tabletop RPG Actual Play Podcast Assistance Society, I think is how I wrote that. That's as closer than I ever remember it. <laughs> and... Uh, and um, and listen to another path and Shakespeare. That's Chase's mm-hmm. podcasts. Uh, another path. That's the actual play pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do people reach you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at TQ Loudly. Uh, you can find me and the pictures of the beers that I'm drinking over on Instagram at Chase G R E. And. Uh, I mean, and you know, find me on the podcast. So we've got uh, a Patreon going on for uh, for another path, and that is uh, we've got a Discord attached to that, and that is a cool and fun place to hang out with uh, myself and the other hosts of another path, and as well as and you know, talk about tabletop gaming and uh, podcasting in general. We've got another podcast host there in the mix as well. Um, and you know, whatever, whatever you want. I know we got a lot of uh, PUBG mobile players. If people are still playing that by the time this comes out, we're, we're all super enthusiastic about that over there. If you want to hop on in, um, 
And yeah, thanks for thanks for having me on, and thanks for giving this a listen. Yeah, man, it was really great having you on. I love your character. I can't Excellent. wait to uh, to have more of this. I love it. You'll get to meet James and Jordan Jessup. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at uh, those are the next NPCs you'll meet. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. At, at a place called Tower of Power Records. <laughs> Nice. Stay tuned for that, y'all. Um, I think we're going to be doing these like one-time first meeting uh, apps, and then we'll, we'll we'll maybe let those out early or put mm-hmm. them all out at the same time as the first app. So stay tuned Sounds for good. that. All right. War for the Tower on Facebook. We also have a Discord, so you can find out all about that there. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> We don't have a, an official sound off yet, or sign off, no. I mean. No, not yet. Thanks for being on, Chase. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It was a good time. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao.